Good morning, boys and girls. Uh, well, it's uh, you've done brilliantly to get this far. <laughs> There's just one week to go uh, until a very well-deserved half-term. And with five days to go, the task is now to finish well. And it brings me to the story of the hare and the tortoise, or the tortoise and the hare. Uh, it's a fable that you all know, um, generally ascribed to the Greek storyteller Aesop um, some two and a half thousand years ago. But of course, these fables were told uh, and retold again and again as part of the oral tradition of storytelling. And versions of these tales appear in just about every language and culture in the world, and sometimes with variations. And of course, with an oral tradition, that's what happens. A story is told and then there's a slight twist or additional detail that's added, uh, and that's incorporated into the story. Indeed, writing something down can even be said to kill the essential vitality of, of a story. Um, it's a powerful, unstoppable force that leads to a story being told and retold. Um, it's even a bit like a virus. One person tells one person, and then each of those people tells one other, uh, and so on. And you have a kind of R-rate for a story being told. And then there's the question of, um, of fable, of myth, um, and of symbolism. And perhaps in retelling a story again and again, the symbols become bigger or, or as big as the thread of the story. Uh, and this particular story, the hare and the tortoise, uh, is, well, for me, it's nothing less than a metaphor for life itself. Uh, first, you have this glorious absurdity. The hare, one of the fastest animals, and the tortoise, of course, one of the slowest. So you have a kind of um, inherent drama. And uh, you all know the story. It's about the hare that makes fun of a slow-moving tortoise. And in the end, fed up with the hare's arrogance, the tortoise challenges uh, the hare to a race. Well, the hare, of course, races off and leaves the tortoise um, a long way behind. And then, of course... The hare stops, pauses, looks behind him, completely arrogant, overconfident, uh, and uh, even takes a nap uh, halfway through the race. And, um, of course, when the hare wakes up, he finds that the tortoise, crawling slowly but steadily, has arrived um, before him. And the question arises here of meaning. Is it the hare's um, foolish... Um, overconfidence which is being lampooned or is it the tortoise that's being celebrated for for its pluck its courage um, and, and and fortitude uh, festina lente some of you will know this latin tag festina lente hurry slowly and there's no doubt that if tasks are rushed too quickly then the mistakes are made um, and indeed often the best way, the most um, powerful way to, to work is with a kind of steady focus. Um, you kind of get into the zone and then we, we're sometimes not even aware of time passing. We're just doing good quality work. Um, and uh, I, I sometimes think of the student in, in the class, um, you know, the one who always knows the answers. Oh, this is so easy. And, oh, um, and consequently, sometimes that student doesn't study or revise for a test because, oh, it's so easy. And there is, dare I say, um, the slower pupil, the one who on a Saturday morning plods carefully through his textbook and his notes. 
and continues at a slow but steady pace through the weekend. And come the test on Monday, who is the one who does better? Well, very often it's not the overconfident one. And uh, you can probably think of your own examples uh, from your own life. Um, and indeed, in nearly 30 years of working in the schools, uh, I, I've, I've seen those students, you know, the look at me, I'm so brilliant mentality. Um, uh, the ones who say, finished, finished, um, or it's so easy. Um, but, you know, it doesn't necessarily go that way in the longer term. Uh, and indeed, sometimes it's these pupils who flounder when the work becomes truly difficult. Often, it's the calmer, more carefully paced um, tortoise, if you like, um, that, that uh, achieves final success. So, so don't equate the slower, steadier paced person uh, uh, with um, uh, you know, someone who's, who's less accomplished than the one who's, who's perhaps flashier. Um, many people have natural abilities like the hair. It might be for mathematics, it might be for music, um, it could be for chess, um, but natural ability can be ruined by overconfidence, by, by hubris, and in fact, um, by a lack of respect for others. For to do anything well requires focus, respect for the task, and uh, in the case of um, a competition, respect for the other competitors. Indeed, if we internalize this fable, um, it's actually more desirable to have a kind of dogged determination, uh, um, a perseverance. Uh, it's maybe less flashy, but ultimately uh, a more successful way of achieving an aim. Um, if you'd ask me which animal I identified with as a child, um, I think I might have said I'm a hare, I'm fast and zippy. Um, but the older I get, um, I think there's much merit in uh, being a tortoise. Um, in fact, I like being a tortoise. And that leads me to my main point. Life is not a race. And it's worth thinking, perhaps, about your own character. Do you tend towards the hare or towards the tortoise? Whichever it is, our life, our success cannot be quantified by um, how quickly we do something, but by how well we do something. Have a good day, everyone.